listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It, 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 it's, it's cooking, cooking up, up 2-1-5. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is Cooking Up 215, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And we got a major move maker in the building. There we got Big Osama in the house. What's up, my baby? Northside Dirty Mouth. What's up, my boy? I'm, I'm glad to have you here, man. Good to see you again, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we got some close ties, man. You run around with a couple of my blood. They, you know, those, those family members yeah, running no around. Run around since you know diapers and shit like that. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? Badass young boys playing under the table and shit. It's the ghetto babies. Yeah, most definitely, man. But it's it's, it's definitely <coughs> dope to see you. You've been working. You know what I'm saying? I, I try not to ever. I really don't. Not even try not to. I don't show favoritism. So it's like I only allow people to come when I know they grinding. Yeah, and you, no doubt. You've really been grinding for a while, like so. I, to let the people know, like this ain't no. Favors due to the cousins and no shit like that. Like this, really, you've been you've been working, man. You putting that fucking work in. I don't do no gimmicks. You hear me? Yeah. Shit organic. And it seems like the, the wild part is like you kind of. <laughs> I don't even know how to put it. You skate a little under the radar, but everybody know you. Everybody watching you. You got a lot of big names staying in your comments. They like all your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you on a radar, but yet it seems like you still just be slipping. Right under a little just bit. That's what it be. It be. Like, one thing I know about myself with the music, I ain't been, like, super consistent in the past couple years, you feel me? When I first came out, we was mm-hmm. on the gas crazy, you feel me? And that's what, like, gave us, like, the notoriety, and they understand who he is, and they know that, like, we really hot as shit. Right. And we solid niggas, you know what I'm saying? But I stopped making music for a little bit, like, you know, like, a lot of stuff was going on, you know what I mean? I stopped making music, started turning them out. Personal life, family life. Right. You know what I'm saying. Then you got the ones that's like, bro, you gotta go with this music shit. You gotta go, bro. You got it. You can't that's stop. So it's like I just tap back in. Like this, the like I've been telling all my boys, like this the last run right here. You feel me? Yeah. So we giving it a thousand. No less the all than or that. Nothing run. Yeah, for sure. So what what made you decide to, to tap back in this go round and decide to give it all? It's like, I if somebody believe in you. More than you believe in yourself, that's a problem. You feel me? Like, if somebody feel like you could get somewhere more than you believe for yourself, that's a problem. And I, and I just feel like it's selfish. You feel me? Mm. So it's like, just that playing in my head. Every day, I reflect. Anytime I go in the house, when I go in the house, I reflect on my whole entire day. You know what I'm mm. saying? I do that every day. So it's like, I'm reflecting so many days, and I'm just thinking, like, music, 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 but I'm not making music. I said, let me get up, make some music, man. Let me mm. turn up. You feel me? So you, 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 you always had that itch to get busy, but you just was just sleeping on it. So so what it what it was, I'm going to keep it real. We had an interview with the litigator. Shout out to Haas Bennett, the litigator. We had an interview with the litigator, and we was really talking about like the laws and how they use our music against us to mm. indict us and like all that type of stuff. Right. I had like two close pairs, two friends. I'm sitting in a murder trial, sitting there watching them. Get a will, get a life sentence over some music shit. You feel me? That's the only evidence you got in and music. They, they, pull, they pulled the lyrics up and used that against it. Yeah, they using lyrics and all that. They don't know if you got a ghostwriter or not. They acting like they not interested in that. They was you. They use rappers as like as an example, and I, I dislike that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And not even just in the city. Like a lot of places, they just right. did it in the A in Atlanta. You it's feel me? Major. They, they they using that a lot now. Yeah, but how I feel like. 
Of course, nobody want to be taken away from their family, but at the end of the day, we a legit company. You feel me? Right. We a legit company, and we not letting nobody bully us out of our dreams. We making this music. It is what it is. Going to be what it's going to be. Facts. You know what I mean? It, but the, do you know the, the wild part about your music? You know how to walk the line. You could you could give them some heartfelt shit, where it's, it's about pain and what you've been through, which necessarily ain't gotta be, you know, self-incriminating. And two, you talk to the lady sometimes. Like yeah. one of your first videos was a, you know, a, a, you and a shorty joint. It was mm-hmm. a female feature, yeah. and I'm like, that's hard. So it was like you came out on your. I'm I'm not even trying to just be only known as a as a street rapper talking yeah. all street shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause it be like more parts of the life. You feel me? And like having fans, your fans weren't really know you like the down to earth you. So we ain't mm-hmm. about to. We ain't no pussies or no punks. You feel me? But we not about to sit here and act like our whole entire day we just like this. We you know what I'm saying? We laugh, we smile, we gang war with our wives, our girls. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. We got families, kids. It's real life. Like, it's, yeah, it's real life. so it's like just letting them really understand who you is. Like, you know what and, I'm saying? And, and, and I feel like I, I'm happy that the world is starting to understand and see that because it's, it's been the longest fairy tale that gangsters just really was always just gangsters. The biggest gangsters I know, they the biggest family man. Like, you know what I mean? They the most yeah. down to earth, humblest dudes. They don't walk around with their chest poked out exactly. all the time. They like they like gorillas. They calm and shit when you see them chilling in the yeah. zoo. Yeah. But when it go down, you know what I mean? They get crazy. And it, it's just time to change that narrative. Like, you could be a family man and still be out here getting busy or once had to get busy. Yeah, no doubt. So it's like, it's about time people understand that and, and not be afraid to show that and get that to the people. Yeah, so. but we going to leave. We always been leaders. My middle name, Amir. So my homie always remind me I'm a leader. You feel mm-hmm. me? So a lot of things that we do, sometimes people ain't going to see everybody doing the check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we going to do it. We going to stay true to who we is. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see everybody else follow us. You know what I'm saying? That happened a lot. You know what I'm saying? When you're doing the right thing, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just being us. Right. And the, and the crazy part about it, too, like, you you so well-spoken. Like, you know, you got a head on your shoulders. But you, you really had, like, a... A, a wild little upbringing in a sense, like you, you done time as a as a youngin. Yeah, you know, from thirteen to sixteen, you was booked. Like and eighteen, nineteen, like yeah. Like you, you came home, went back in. Yeah, like you, you went through some shit as a young boy, and a lot of dudes I talk to, a lot of times, sometimes they hear they don't right, like they don't get it. Yeah, but it's dope to see you understand that knowledge matters. Yeah, like you gotta have that knowledge right. Even if you go through the shit you go through, yeah, ain't no reason to be no dummy out in these streets. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a dope joint too, and I think that definitely play a, a role in your music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying your ability to get lyrical and, and speak how you feel and know how to express yourself verbally. Yeah, and and, and it comes off, man. That shit is, is super dope. So let's let's get into it. You know, as a young boy, 13, you could have caught a gun case. Mm-hmm. What, what was you into at fit? Because I, I truly never understood it. Like I know young niggas get busy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people jump off the porch earlier than others. Who was you into at 13 that, that had you, you know, <coughs> in that type of life? So as a kid, like, I was like a natural athlete. Like, this is how it all started, for real. I was a natural athlete, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Basketball, football, baseball, whatever sport the sport is, mm-hmm. I'm an athlete. I want to play the sport, and I'm going to be good at it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Boxing. I was a boxer. Uh, I got shot. 
Oh, that was a little bit later. At 13 years old, I don't know what I was doing. I just know, like, my neighborhood, right. where I'm hanging at, <clears throat> my boys, the older guys, like, this was going on. Have it on you. Don't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just like growing up in the city. Like, that really, that's really what it was. I, I, I used to, as a kid, I used to, it, yeah. I just, I just only ask because I know, like, right now, it's, it's much more heavy than it was back then. Like, back then, you probably was part of a slim percentage of young boys that's really out here packing, getting into some shit. But now it's like heavy where young boys, 13, 14, I think even as young as like 11, a 11 year old shot somebody, some yeah. shit like that. So it was like, it's getting crazy. Yeah. It's, you then they got more <laughs> young boys carrying and really wrecking shit than you got over 18 at this point. So I just always wondered like what that mindset be or what, you know, what could be the cause of Niggas so I'm gonna give it, so I'm gonna give it to you like this. Like sometimes you could be born into some stuff that's already going on. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. shit going down. All right, you don't got nothing to do with it when you nine, 10, 11 years old. But when you start moving around, you jump off the porch, you outside, you hearing gunshots up the block, or you just heard this person just got hit. I was in a situation. I'm in the doorway at my grandma's house. Yeah, you know I mean, rest in peace, with my grandma. You know, we, I'm in the doorway at, at her house just, like, looking down the street. They arguing and shit. Niggas start cutting. But it's like how it was. Once the car pulled off, all the shots coming to us. You feel mm. me? Where we at? I'm, I'm sitting right here. My grandma's boyfriend arm, like, over top of me in the doorway. The bullet hit the door right where we standing at. You feel mm. me? Like, I could have got hit in my head or something. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. So it's like. This was going on in the environment. Or right, you go to a different neighborhood, it's still going on in that environment. Same and it's thing. like the fear of not wanting to get taken away. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you want to protect yourself. You know, we never was bullies. I never believed in being a bully. Mm -hmm. I never believed in picking on the weak or nothing like that. Like and All the way back to when we was fighting, most of my battles was about somebody else getting bullied or something. Like, I'm not. Right. I'm really not with that shit. You rather you know? stand up for somebody. To, yeah, to like, yeah, like that's that's how I was. Now it's more so like mind your business most of the times because you don't know what really happened. You don't mm. know why they got that going on. That's but okay. as a kid, you know, it was like that. But I just never wanted to get hurt. I ain't want to let nobody violate me. Mm. You feel me? Like my homie always expressed her love for me. I'm her right. only son. I ain't going nowhere. Right, right. You, know you gotta, gotta protect yourself. So I, I got booked for a get. I came home. I was in the gun violence program for two for two months. I was home, and I got booked again. As soon as I left my gun violence program, I got booked again, and that was just like the rest of my juvenile time. You feel me? But it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst shit ever though. Growing up in juvenile, like a lot of stuff get taken away from you, but it's like right. you get a lot of like uh qualities about you like with your character you, your character is getting builded at this young you, age you, you feel me yeah right. you know what i'm saying you got to take care of yourself in this joint you yeah. know what i'm saying so you know it like it wasn't always it wasn't always the worst you know what i'm saying i it's learned a lot it's not the worst but it helped it's cuz it's just like i told people we had a conversation about getting booked like if you sit down and you don't take that time and come out a better man you just wasted your fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like you stupid. Cause that it's like you going yeah, you gonna go in there. You ain't got no time but to read books. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Work on yourself. If you fat, you should be working the fuck out. You should get yourself in shape. It's a lot. A lot of times you should come out with a better game plan. Like you know what mm -hmm. I mean? All this shit happened when I was booked. I was writing ideas down. Yeah, this was just one of them ideas that was in my pen pad. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Now all right. Let's execute. We're not going to do what we were doing before. We're going to only do positive shit. Mm -hmm. We're only going to do shit that's 
going to take us somewhere versus some negative shit that could end up taking us away from our kids. So yeah. that's that's what it was. So I always say, like, it ain't never the worst. Sometimes it's needed. It's necessary mm-hmm. sometimes. That, I feel like it saved a couple of niggas' lives I know. Yeah, like, for niggas sure. who going through some deep shit might sit down for nine, but if you was out here, maybe year three, you'd have probably got cooked. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yeah. So it's like, it, it changes you. So, you know, 17, you, you back home, you end up getting shot. Yeah. Accident. I mean, I don't know what happened, but crazy situation. So on uh, November, November 10th, in a couple days, it'll be like the 10th year, like, I don't know what to call the anniversary and not can right. any shit to celebrate, but it'll be like the 10, 10 year anniversary on the 10th of this month. You know what I'm saying? Since I got hit. Yep. That was 10 years ago. You know what hey, I mean? You got so, hit in your neck too, right? I got a bullet right here in my neck. Mm. I got I got a hit in my back. I hit my hand, hit my knuckle, all that. Like, you feel like it be uh, a sign that you're here for a real reason type of? I get them signs like all the time, bro. Like um, a lot mm-hmm. of my friends that I hang up, I hang with like on a regular growing up. Mm-hmm. A lot of them not here. You feel me? Like a lot of them dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of them in jail. Like separate situations though. It's not like, oh, this block going through with this block and right. they just knocked everybody. No, it's not like that. Just it's just shit niggas happening. get in the shit and shit right. happen. Stuff like that. You feel me? So uh, a lot of my friends not here. I, I, I be feeling like life be boring and shit sometimes. I be having no moments because my boys ain't here. Right. Then I got some 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 of my boys, they in the jails and they be my like most constant reminders. Like they tell me out they mouth, bro, you still here, bro, for a reason. Them mm. niggas want to see me turn up. They love, love right. talking to they sellies. And, you feel me? Like, my man doing right, this out right there. Food. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they remind me heavy. You feel me? Like, they don't give me no envy. Like, damn, you out there and I'm not. They be like, bro, do that shit for us. Right. You know what I mean? So, they got to live through you type vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I do it for them. That's hard. And, uh, so, you know, I know y'all had body snatchers while you was, you know, going through your juvie situation. You came out. It was murder game. Mm-hmm. And now it's... Ghetto babies. Mm-hmm. Why the switch from murder game to ghetto babies? So switch from murder game to ghetto. Like the, the the most modest way I could tell you is basically, like I said, we a legit company. Mm-hmm. We want to be taken serious by the music industry. Mm-hmm. So we don't, you know, and, and by the world and by the public, and we don't want to just give off the energy. Like you you hear murder game, it's a ring to it. You know what I'm saying, but. This shit about something way bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ghetto is... We define ghetto as creativity before it's taken. You feel me? Like, mm. if you roll your pants leg up, they gonna say you ghetto. When they do it at fucking fashion week, it was created. Now statement. everybody else yeah. wanna do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we created... We we creative like kids. You mean? Like, we, 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 we creative. Like, we still... Doing us, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's the ghetto babies, and we just wanted to clean it up and let everybody know the people that's not looking for good reasons. Because some people look for negative reasons. Some of them views, you get a million views on YouTube, all of them not going to be real fans. You know what I'm right. saying? Some of them trying to figure out how they can lock you the fuck up for the rest of your You're life. For yeah, so it's like, no, we're going to let them know, like, this is the real deal. You right, know what right. I'm saying? That's, a, that's what I wanted to hear. I, I figured that was the thing, but that's a... It's a necessary move. Yeah. It, it just show where your head at. Because some people don't recognize it. They don't see how the image you give sometimes be stunting you. Yeah. Even when these young boys out here and they want to be all clicked up and gang banging on the yeah. internet. And I'm like, some of you niggas could really go. Mm-hmm. But niggas scared to touch you. 
Cause mm-hmm. you over here gang one eight five minutes online going live with your pistol in your hand. Yeah, you a liability to most of these companies. Nobody yeah. wants a liability. I sat down and tech talk with execs that really say that out their mouths. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch them niggas. They too hot. So it's like to see you go from the murder game to understand like man, we really yeah we serious about this shit. We not even about to play with it. We about to make this official. I see y'all got the merch. Y'all got the you got the chain on like yeah yeah. Y'all gonna see a thousand of these soon. Yeah, I mean, just like the merch, but uh, retouch on that topic, like the the ghetto baby idea. It was like I got legal counsel. You know what I'm saying? Shaka Johnson, that's my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we talk on a regular. That's on. So, yeah. you know, he just gave me a little bit of advice about the music stuff. Like, mm-hmm. listen, oh da da da, you should do something about that. Right. And you know, we all brainstorm what we gonna do, what we gonna name it, how we gonna push it with the rollout plan, and it's like it's the ghetto babies. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like that. That's hard. Was there any, like, I know, you know, uh, what's the name got? Um, Bando Babies. Mm-hmm. Was there any, like, head bumping? Like, damn, somebody rolling with the baby shit now. You just said, fuck it. We yeah, no, 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 with it. no, uh, no, shout out to them. But, yeah, we talked to shit, like, in the Johnny Mac, uh, in the DMs and shit like that. But it was the Ghetto Babies. First, we was the Ghetto Babies. Right. Bottom line. I put my baby picture on my album, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. When I see other artists put their baby pictures, collages, or other brands, right? I don't. I just feel like we doing something right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, we did talk a little shit in the DM and Johnny <laughs> Mac DM me and Garcy. That, that's when everybody was trying. They was doing the verses, right, right, right. So they were just trying like few the verses with me and one of his artists. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it just was like. It wasn't nothing serious or crazy. Shit. Yeah, we but we was in the deep. We didn't we, like we don't get disrespectful in public and shit like that. We don't, right. you know what I'm saying? So we just been in the deep. It ain't nothing yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, two brands talking about some brand shit. Yeah, That's like nigga, we did that. McDonald's that. Burger yeah. King type yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of the game, like you know. Yeah, but Burger King threw shots at McDonald's and commercials. Niggas do it. Yeah, it's part of the game. I think it's all it's it's part of the sport. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a competitive sport. At that point, now we're just like, now we got to show out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You put yeah. your artists on, put my artists on. Yeah. We're going to go. Go for go. Like, that's it. So it definitely definitely was dope to see it. Like, I, you know, I've been watching you for the longest. Garcy, he honestly was like the first nigga I ever interviewed on this joint. Yeah. We never put it out, but he was yeah. the first one. We got so a song that we ain't on. put out before, an unreleased song, me and Garcy. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get that joint just to hear it. Yeah, we locked in before. We got some shit yeah. together. Garcy cool, humble boy. He fucks with everybody. Don't really be no negative energy ever come from his side. That's how you gotta be in a city. Like no matter who you is, no matter what your brand is, you gotta be able. Like that's that's one thing they said about me. But it wasn't intentional though. I'm just just, I stated myself, and I guess my face just looked a certain way. But (laughs) motherfuckers like, bro, you gotta start talking to people, and I be like, I don't got no beef with nobody. Like why they taking me like that? You know what I mean? So it's like uh. You know, that's definitely a major thing. You got to be able to, you know, shake and move in them rooms. When you get in that room, don't just be in the corner like this. Like, right. you know what I mean? Cool, like, you, yeah, you got to introduce yourself to the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that cool shit. It's not going to get you no money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the uh, they said that the, the, the most millionaires and billionaires, they, they EQ, they EQ rate is better than 
motherfuckers IQ rate. Basically mm. saying they emotion and shit like that. They don't get emotional about shit. They don't be like, oh, them niggas there and we ain't. They right. don't get like that. They stay focused on the, move. on the move. And we just following the blueprints of the millionaires and the billionaires. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah. You can't go wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You follow these steps. So I know you talk a lot about like... Um, I'm going to get back to Ghetto Babies, but since you just was talking about showing face, shaking hands, and all that type of shit, you always talk about like how it take a little longer when you're not trying dicky. Yeah. But that was like, you know, Philly, we heavy on that. We heavy yeah. on the no dicky, and especially yeah. when you cut from a certain cloth, it's just something you just ain't built for. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't do it. Yeah. So it definitely makes the road a little longer, but I feel like we definitely starting to adopt a new shift in mindset whereas though people understand that sometimes you gotta you know just be willing to work with motherfuckers or reach out to people you know what i mean a little more often than you would necessarily and so i wanted to say what's the difference between dicky and and then you know showing love for the people you know those all right who watch so it. so it's like uh you know Dicky and it's like when you become, so I'm Muslim, so I believe we don't idolize nothing in this dunya. That mm-hmm. means a person, a car, a place, a thing, we're not idolizing it. You right. know what I'm saying? Dicky and it's once you start idolizing and making and going against your team, going against what you believe in, going against your own plan to ride somebody else's way, that's mm-hmm. Dicky. Right. But you having on some nice sneaks and I'm saying, Bro, them joints fire, or damn, I heard your song, that joint, all that. That's not dicky, that's networking. Let's get together on something, da da da. Like, what I tell you, what I tell you in the DM, I said, bro, invite me to your podcast. I gotta come up there. I ain't saying, wait, like, I'm tapping in, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's no fair in me. I'm not afraid to say that. I know who right. I am. Right. Can't nobody call me no dick either. I'm, yeah. I'm a man. You know I what think that got to be understood in the city because that's, I feel like that's been a, a major thing that held a lot of people back sometimes. It's this whole thing that if I reach out to folks, man, I, I, I ain't trying to seem like I'm Joe. I don't want to seem like I'm dicky. Man, you really want this fucking paper sometimes. You got to really get up there, reach out. You know what I mean? Walk up to a nigga. Yo, what's up? I heard your shit. I fucks with you. I, I love to get you on something. Let's yeah. do something. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because that's the only, it's called initiative, for real, for real. That's really uh-huh. all it is, is taking initiative. Yeah. So it's like, we spend shit a certain way just coming from where we come from, but that shit, you know, it's part of the game. It's necessary in order to elevate, especially with this shit, because it's like, uh, a friend of mine, he always used to say favor for favor is what he call it, but it's pretty much like, you know, I do something for you, you do something for me type shit, but it's like, you really got to get like that sometimes, because everybody... You're not going to cut a check to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you don't always got to cut a check to cut to people. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers is working out of nothing. Mm-hmm. All you got is your, you know, your energy, who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Your personality. That's all you got to go off of. Yeah. And if you sitting in the corner too cool, you going to be in that corner by your motherfucking self with no paper in your pocket. No bullshit. And you ain't going to elevate nowhere. Niggas going to get tired of being fucked up. But, uh, like... Like, I'll be in traffic. Say, I'm in traffic. This shit happened a lot, though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, where niggas salute me. They see me, they salute me. Like, I never got no... Nobody ever went at me in the city not one time ever and said, oh, I got a problem with you. Right. So, with this shit happening, my life being the way it is, like, so much, it's like, I embrace this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can read body language. I can read your face. I can right. read your hand movements. 
as long as I could do that, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when niggas speak to me, it be love. And yeah. sometimes they be like, no dicky and shit, bro. Can I get a flick? <laughs> yeah. I be like, I be laughing. We be bad. I be like, bro, you're not dicky and bro. Don't right. like forget that. You it's know what I'm saying? Love. Like, let's flick it up. I mm-hmm. get on my phone. All right, follow me on the grant. And it's love. I reciprocate that shit. Like, Fact. don't nobody salute me and feel like I treated them like shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You salute yeah. me, I'm going to salute you back, bro. Right. There's something about you if you fucking with me. I mean, so, That's That's you know. Real. That's definitely part of it too. I always try to express that too. Like when people show love, I say the love is always appreciated. Like yeah. I don't want you to ever feel like you 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 doing too much or you going above and beyond. Yeah. Especially when you coming from where we come from to get recognized for your craft. That's special. Because it's a million motherfuckers doing the same thing. So when you start to stand out a little bit, it means that you really on that path and you doing something. Mm-hmm. So every time somebody even take time to even let me know that you a fan or you fuck with what we got going on. It's appreciated. It's a mm-hmm. lot of work that go in this shit. So I, every little thing just helps put that, charge that battery back up. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing something right. We got to keep going. Yeah. We got to hold it down for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't let this shit go in vain. But back to Ghetto Babies real quick before we get to the school. Who is a part of Ghetto Babies? Like, are there other artists in Ghetto Babies right now? We got artists. We got management. We got fucking engineers. We got... Every piece to the puzzle, like I told you before the camera came on. We got every piece to the puzzle right now in the Ghetto Babies. Right. So it's, it is other artists and, and, and it's management, you know what I'm saying? Uh, big Ski, Black Hearted Ski, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We've we been supposed to collab since the summertime, so we got to get that done. Uh, T. Marie. Her name official T Marie on Instagram. She spit. I ain't know she's she ghetto that. babies, but she she a ghetto baby. Me and her definitely talked about her uh, sliding up here. I figured she at least come at least do a freestyle while she's still building her brand up and everything. Yeah. But I know her lyricism is crazy. Yeah, she all that. She said like she all that, and her vibe is just like so humble and down to earth. It's like she could be in a room with anybody and they enjoy her. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. she talented and she humble. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know we humble beasts, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, yeah, we got a lot of artists though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a matter of how we gonna really get in the door and then start letting the world meet everybody. You know right. what I'm saying? So you know, I just gotta like roll it out just perfectly. Yeah, Execution, exactly. Execution is everything. Scotty McFarley, one of my favorite artists, like in the world. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, he hot. He real versatile. He like, and he the type of person like he don't gotta. He feel like I don't have to have a spotlight. Whatever I could do to make this whole organization better, I'm down. You know what mm. I'm saying? Basically saying, if I needed a ghostwriter, right. he'll write for me. Right. He going to do whatever it Th- takes to make the brand work. Exactly. He, if I needed a uh, cover art, he'll make it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, And right. this a rapper. This a hot-ass artist. Mm-hmm. You, you need people like that around you. That's you know best, what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you, that's the best kind of team you can have when everybody understand what the main goal is. Yeah. That's what she get. That's another thing that be fucking us over. Everybody be wanting to be the man. Yeah. Like, the crazy part, bro, starting this shit initially, I didn't want to be in the chair. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to host. Like, I just had the vision and understood. I only did it because it was like, I don't want to put all that on somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't cutting no check to make you have to come every week and do this shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, I'll take the spot. Yeah. But I really wanted somebody else to do it. And I'm doing it myself because nobody else really want to do it. But they willing to rock and everybody understand the vision and the goal. It's mm-hmm. like when you don't and motherfuckers just only worried about self, that shit bound to fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll get one leg standing and 
you hating so bad, you really trying to kick the other one out because you don't want to see it work. Yeah. So that shit just keep toppling over, but you got to cut that cancer, man. Don't let nobody bring you down. And, and the most dangerous, like you know, how we gonna move with our whole situations is gonna be like you know, there's gonna be a shield around us, and we gonna be the shield that's around us. So the only thing that can really harm us is from the inside. It's us. Yeah. And it's like. If you having any of those type of internal problems, you got to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? Especially before that big bag come and mm -hmm. all that other crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? And just believe in who you got. If you go from 100 men to fucking five men, mm -hmm. take your five. You know y'all believe in the same shit. Lock arms and go. Right. Forward motion. You know what I mean? Right. So let's talk about your, your, your music. You know, start real fast before we get to the second half. You started, I want to say like, 2017, you started really jumping into music, taking it all the way serious. Yeah. And you dropped a, a few projects. You worked with King Von. How was that, working with King Von? P.I.P. the Mufaso, man. P.I.P. the Von. Uh, that drum was like, like working with Von, it was like seeing the light a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I didn't take it like everybody in the industry was like him. You know what I'm saying? Because he was, he was too much like us to mm. be like everybody else in the industry. And I felt like if that was the case, we would have been there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, him and, his, him and his friends, they was down to earth. You know, we met Vine from Unk. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Unk was in here when we met him. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We was playing the music for him. He was in love with that shit. He said, you in, I, you know mm. what I'm saying? So, and once that- flew out to Atlanta that same day. That same exact day we met him. We played the music for him. He fell in love with it. He called Vine when we got to the porch. Right. In the kitchen though. Yeah. And it's right here. Yeah. Got to let that's them know. That's they legendary. Them. Yeah. No, that's, that's legendary, crazy. though. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, Unk called us. I mean, Unk told us when we was on the porch, he's like, listen, I got these flights to Atlanta in the next two hours. What y'all trying to do? We can slide out there. I'll take y'all out there to him. He fucked with you out like that. We all looking at each other like, what is about to be? Like, we already know what we doing, but, like, mm -hmm. how fast can we get to the airport to make this fucking flight? Right. We're like, all right, come on, we going. Everybody dispersed. We all go separate ways. Everybody go grab some paper. You feel mm -hmm. me? Fuck the clothes. We just <laughs> get the bag. <laughs> yeah, we just we all went to go grab some paper because it's like we might end up doing some music. You feel? And we coming correct. Right. You know what I mean, you not all the yeah, not all the time is it going to cost. Sometimes a nigga got the time. Like, come on, you feel me? But we just prepared. Right. You know, preparation prevents poor performance. So yeah. we all when they got our cheese and we all met up. We flew out there, and it was like up from there. We got to the studio. They got this little studio and all that in, in Atlanta. He recorded his album back in the studio, but they got like a lounge area. We out there. We shooting dice like with his homies and all that. I'm, right. I like to play CeeLo. My homies, my bros don't. They like to shoot crap. Right. But CeeLo my shit, and they playing CeeLo. I'm like, bet. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bet. You know what I mean? So we shooting and all that. You know, after, you know, of course, after everybody met each other, we shooting dice. And Vine came out of the studio. That's when he was recording for his last album. He like, what's up? You ready? I look at him like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? We went in there. We had to find a beat. We was looking, how long we was looking for a beat for? We just going through the email. But mm. you know, when you get beats, you might get, say you get a 20 pack of beats. Mm. And you might only really fuck with one of them. That's just how it is sometimes. You right. know what I mean? So I'm in my head like, yo, I hope these niggas find the beat. Like, whatever beat they find, I'm going to tear it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. fry that shit. 
I'm like, I hope these niggas find the beat. Or the nigga don't be like, man, I'm just going to record this other shit. That was all I was worried about. Find the beat. We yeah. found the beat. And it was up. And I it was mean, a good job. Yeah. It seemed like it was a perfect beat. Like, yeah. you were that motherfucker. And he was on what I was on. You mm-hmm. feel me? That was like my, like, his homie, it, it was like no different than being amongst your own homies. You feel me? Like, they was down to earth like us. You feel right. me? So, yeah. And he was on what I was on. He like, whatever you trying to do with this song, like, we could do it. You know what I mean? That's back to back, that's how we end up going back to back. Cause right. he did a verse, I did a verse, and I'm I asked him, I'm like, what's up? You wanna go back to back? Checking his temperature, like, what's yeah. up? He and like, he yeah, we it, can yeah. do that. I mean, and that so, thing worked out so well. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. So you know, it was a good feeling. It was good vibes. You know what I'm saying? He was genuine. Even after that, you know, we still stayed in touch. We shot. We end up shooting the video. Right. His last video, his last feature. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So we end up shooting the video. When he came to the city, he had a show at like one of the clubs and shit. And, uh, he like, you want to perform it at the show? He like, we can perform it at the show. Like, that's it's whatever. Right. Like, that's the vibe that he really had. Like, yeah. it's whatever. Like, he, his whole joint was, I'm putting you right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so he like, well, it's whatever. We can perform it at the joint. But when we were shooting the video, they was they was on a time schedule because they had to go do the show. So his whole part of the video was done. Right. He did that. And you had to still do your... Yeah, so I had to do mine. Well, I did mine's was done, but it just was like the extra B roll and look up suspects on YouTube so y'all can see the video. You know what I mean, Osama, big Osama King Von suspects on YouTube. So it's like we got a whole fucking warehouse full of chicks, niggas. Like we mob and everybody dressed. We want to finish shooting the video. I'm like, once we finish the video, then we gonna slide down there. You know right. what I'm saying? When he left, it probably was a hundred people in there. When he left, like half of the people for this. I ain't speak on this shit, right? I'm going to keep it real. I never spoke on this, but this is what I really don't like, really feel. And, and we got to get better with this as a city. When Vaughn came to this fucking warehouse to shoot the video with us, mm-hmm. it was a lot of niggas in the city that came behind him and came with him. Niggas that, that I never met. Niggas that never introduced themselves to me. Niggas that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I know these niggas, like, they faces, they names. Right, right, right. I'm sure they know me. Right. We all from the same city. We should have showed a little bit better unity. Mm. You feel me? When he came, they came, like, everybody was pulling up. That shit got, like, lit fast. When he left, a lot of niggas followed him to the club. A lot of chicks stayed with us. You feel me? Like, we finishing this video. Right. Like that, yeah. You know I mean, but when it, like when everybody was leaving, you could just see that shit, and it felt. I felt. I felt bad for the city for real, for real, because it's like we didn't even show no, like we didn't even show that we knew each other. Like it was right. like lit artists in that joint, yeah. niggas that we supposed to have a little conversation. Like we just spoke before. You right. know what I'm saying? Niggas down here with fine. That's one thing that I feel like we could have done better with as a whole, as a city, because when another city come to your city, you gotta represent. You feel me? You got to represent. That's what make them love Philly so much, like what we bring. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, overall, that joint was jumping. It was all that. We had fun. We had a lot of fun. You feel me? We had a lot. Everybody had bags on them. We all had paper. Right. We had chicks, liquor. You feel me? Huh? Yeah, even the tag. We had a little, we recorded the song, yeah. but it was an extra little tag, like five, ten grand. He said, fuck it. For the video, I put it in my, you can see the money. I'm holding money in my in the video. I try to give it to him. He did like that. He mm. like, no, that's you. Keep it. That's you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. You know, it just was another gesture, you feel me? Like, yeah. so I knew what it was. And then, you know, when he was around after that, you know, he tapping in when he in the city. We FaceTime, we texting. Right. You know, so that's why I got like, I I genuinely fuck with him. I genuinely fuck with dude, but and shit happened, you feel me? Like, right. shit happened, man. Like, I, I I know what it feel like to lose a friend, a companion, a homie, somebody that you just knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? Because he was out of here, he was going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know, shit happened, man. It just sound, makes it even worse to know that he was that genuine, because it's like, a person like that could really... Open the doors for a lot of people. It's like he was opening the door for you. Yeah. And there's not too many dudes in the game that's willing to even, you know, show that type of love straight like, off the rip. Like the energy that, that he had, right, with me after he passed, it's like it wasn't the same. You feel me? Like, cause, you know, we went to the funeral. We was like, mm. his friends wasn't like at the funeral because they were trying to figure some stuff out. You know what I mean? But we was right. at the funeral. We was at this. His his mother crib at the mansion with his family at the repast, mm. like we really was like this, like in a short Except span of time, yeah, yeah, like in a short span of time, and it's like you know I I, I really just want to like salute the nigga, like he not here no more, but he really like was genuine man, and and that's it, yeah, I mean a lot of people, you think you know, you think other artists don't know us that's lit and turned up, you know right. what I'm saying? Like they know who we is, bro. I've been right. rapping, I've been rapping longer than them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and a lot of artists in the city that be rapping, like, I, they know I, I, who I, niggas is. Yeah, yeah I show them love because they show me love on the, but it be on another tip. It be like on the person when they see me type. Right. I came up on you, oh, and I respect it. You feel me? Like, yeah. I respect it. Shout out the young niggas that came after me, the old niggas that came before me. You solid. You know, shout it out. It just to be you. wild, like you said though. The same, the same way you was talking about how they came to the video. Y'all came for Vine, but then you still dip without even like the old. Niggas ain't. none of that love. Yeah, you supposed to at least come. It's dope. You put this thing because you he in the city for you. You know exactly. what I mean? Like he over here fucking with you. You you at my situation. Come show a little love, some a little appreciation. Let's put something on the books, maybe. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And we can get some paper together down the line, bro. But, but like that, I know I see what you're saying, but fuck all that. Yeah. The comer goer speak anywhere you at. You walk in your grandma's house, you speak, you speak to everybody in the yeah. house. That's, that's it. That, yeah. I don't want nothing from nobody. Right. You know what I mean? That's it's just real. that. You feel me? Like, it's, it's it. proper etiquette as a man. You feel me? There you go. Because there's going to be people that's going to be looking. And the only way I even noticed it from the other people that's looking that said something to me. Mm. People that's watching this shit. It's people that's watching this. Everywhere you go, somebody always watching. Right. And it didn't look right. Right. So only thing that I'm saying is, as a whole, as a city, niggas got to tighten up, bro. Exactly. Nobody wasn't beefing or nothing in there. Right. Wasn't there ain't no nothing wasn't to be no like, reason to say what's up. Yeah. Half right. the building is Muslim. You feel me? Say the salams or shake a hand. Keep right. it pushing. Right. I ain't asking nobody, yo, I need a free version. No, none of that. Yeah. I got my motion. Love. I got my plan already. We yeah. already doing what we doing. Say what's up. Nah, I feel you. All right, man, you, Yo, you, what the fuck is this, though? Is that be long? You fuck with it? Yeah. That thing here, it's smooth as shit. This man. shit like uh that bump. It's like that bamboo. Bro, we had that. Yeah. yeah. The bamboo is my favorite. I mean, I fuck with the V-Long. The V-Long got like a little extra sweetness to it, but that bamboo, boy. That I ain't bring that today. That bamboo, that thing like, is. That's what we was checking that day? That's oh, that, right. man. That bamboo that is that. That tall like that. Yeah, that, that bamboo be the one, but this 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 second on the list for me. All right. And shout out to my folks at Bel Air and all that, but we about to get into this food, man. You ready to eat? Yeah, man. I'm ready. Yeah, listen, man. Y'all ready? What's know on the menu? 
Got meatloaf, mashed potatoes, all that good shit. Everybody eat real good, man. Y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth. Big old Simon in the building is cooking up two and five. We be right back. Let's go. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth and it's cooking up 215. We right back at it with my man Big Old Sama in the building. It's the ghetto babies. Worldwide. We, we we did something personal, you know. I told you, you know, we got like a little personal connection, some personal people between us. So Mom Dukes put something together for him. You know oh, what I'm saying? It's, it's real when it comes from Mom Dukes, I'll tell you all that. It's beautiful. That's special. <laughs> that would be different too, like, you know, we in the kitchen like Energy different, man. You mm-hmm. know, you, you really, you really in the in the in Sukasa type vibe, like no bullshit. It gotta be a different type of energy in this joint. So that's what I like about it. But yeah, she she made some meatloaf, and mashed potato, little mixed veggie, and some hot honey sauce, some some homemade hot honey sauce. She getting busy. She about to open a restaurant too, so just show y'all what you you know you might be fucking with. But. So over the break, you played some music for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, some exclusive. Some, yeah, you got, you got, you got some shit on the way. Ghetto baby four, GB four on the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we like I was saying, we ready to just have a listening session because I got like a whole lot of music that like that didn't drop. I got a lot of unreleased exclusive music, so we just gonna have like an in house listening session. Spread all the music out, listen to it. Mm-hmm. She was eligible for GB four. We get however many tracks we get out of that, then we see what else we got put to it. Okay. Lock in, turn up, drop that, and give them another one. Yeah. So on GB4, can we expect any special features from some other, you know, Philly artists, anything like that? I'm going to keep it real. Like, I would love, like, I, I, I like to collab with other artists. I like to come into their world, what type of music they like. Mm-hmm. I like for them to come into my world, the type of music I like. Right. But right now, I ain't gonna lie. I'm open. You know, I'm I'm open to network and do like music with certain artists. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm not even thinking about another artist right now. Like not, mm. not, not on no stuff. Like it's a bad thing, but it's like I'm really trying to like tap back into the music I used to make. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that, that hungry. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, that right. pain, that versatility. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm really focused on my craft right now. You know what I'm saying? Anything that come. You know what I'm saying? If somebody tapping the day of tomorrow, or we tapping with somebody the day of tomorrow, yeah, that, that's a possibility. Right. You know what I'm saying? We open to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But right now, you focused on you. You're just looking like Big Osama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just a, but it's only on some protecting, uh, per, perfecting my craft. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, I right. want to hear how I sound on a project right now. You know what I'm saying? I hear how my other stuff sound, but right. I, you know. Where, That's really where, what I'm focused where, on. Where will your music stand in this this current climate type vibe? Like yeah. you want to see how that shit come out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just like for me though, you know what I'm saying. Just like comparing it to my previous projects, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Not to no other artists who pop and none of that. You know right. what I'm saying. I salute them, let them do them. But this one, like, it's like super personal. Like I said, this the last run. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it ain't going to be the last project, but this one right here, I just feel a certain type of way about it where it got to be, it just got to be how it got to be. Right. You know what I mean? So, 
out of all your projects, you, you do have a, a couple of them. You know, you say that you, you haven't been the most consistent. I feel like you got a nice catalog. Blue Heart Therapy 2. That's my joint. That's what we was playing when we walked in. Yeah. But, like, you know, my brother Spade and shit. Like, Spade really loved that joint. Like, yeah. that nigga was playing. He used to play that shit all the time. Yeah. No lock. Yo, this is a sound. You got to hit it. Like, he probably mm-hmm. put me on. Mm-hmm. So I started fucking with it. But that's that's the joint. Like, that joint is, it got a, a nice cohesiveness to it. And it's the beat selection and the shit you talking about, that's a good joint. Yeah. So I, I feel like you definitely back in that, in that zone. Even with that last one we was listening to. Like, mm-hmm. Them soulful beats yeah. that still, you know, mm-hmm. get jiggy on them joints and get busy and talk this shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is, that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something about that. It's a nice recipe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. It's one, a recipe you can't miss with. One, one thing that, like, people probably don't understand about artists, like, if they see an artist don't rap for a minute, like, they be like, damn, he bullshitting, or this, that, or the third. But it's like... I make music of inspiration. This was my only reason to ever write in the rap. You know what I'm saying? Inspiration. Like, before I started writing, actually, like, all right, I dropped 2016, 2017. But I started writing raps in placement. Mm. I'm talking about 07, 06. Like, right. those years, I started writing raps because I felt like I had a lot to express. I had a lot to get off my chest. And I'm not a person that, like, I feel like it's crying if I just go around telling everybody my problems. You feel right. I me? Mean? So it was my way, like, really therapy. That's how the tape even got named Blue Heart Therapy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I got really had, like, that vibe to really, like, master a project. Mm-hmm. Just me. That's just me personally. You know right. what I'm saying? Because that's where it come from. I it don't come from... Oh, I want to be super creative genius and make a song about lollipops or no shit like that. Like, right, right. There's people that's good at that. There's people that's great at that, but that's not me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I make music based off, like, emotion. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you feel. What you going the through. unheard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like the, the Blue Heart, that's one of my favorite projects. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, I felt like I didn't have nothing but rap. Like, mm. All I had was music. Either I'm going to make this music or I'm going to die. Mm. Either I'm going to make this music or I'm going to get a life sentence. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the inspiration behind that mm-hmm. it just came out how it came out. And it's, that's really what I'm tapping into with this project. You feel me? So that's why I say I ain't really even thinking about what features I'm going to get on it. That's going to come. That's all going to come. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just tapping back into that. Just mm-hmm. the feeling. Like, I don't got nothing else but rap. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, you put 100% into it. You, you know, put 100, you get 100. Results. Exactly. And, it, and, and real shit, the one thing everybody got to understand, I'm even say it to you because I know you keep saying, like, this is the last run. It's the last run, the only run. Like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you just don't stop and you keep giving it your full attention, mm-hmm. there's no way you don't make it to a finish line. There's no way you don't see yourself in a successful position. And everybody defines success how they define success, but... I look at it like, as long as you're able to maintain a, a, a sustainable life off your off your your craft, mm-hmm. that's success. If you could go out every day, eat shit, sleep comfortably, and don't gotta go get a job, you're successful off what you're doing mm-hmm. in my book. So I feel like, well, you don't quit, you gonna get there. Especially you got the talent, you got the drive, you got the understanding, you, your brain, your head on straight, you recognize this shit as a business. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to make the same mistakes everybody make or the mistakes that you probably once made. 
You're not going to do that shit again. I feel like it all fall on, like, mental health. Like, it, it, it's like my music, my entrepreneurship, my other projects, other things, businesses that I'm into, mm-hmm. whatever I got going on, I feel like I'm going to get there as long as I keep my mental where it need to be at, as long as I stay in control. Right. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like, I was addicted to power, like, knowing that I can move pieces on a chessboard or knowing that they respect me and them over there fear me or, you know what I'm saying, certain right, things right, that, right. that felt like power younger, but, like, you know, as I got older, you know, you you, you get older, you grow. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I feel like like the true power is like control, staying in control. Mm-hmm. I don't get nobody control over me, over my mental. Right. Long as I stay in control of my mental, we going wherever I say we going. Right. You feel me? And it, it's crazy because you kind of touched on what I was just about to say. Like being a little older now, you know, like we 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 probably both around the same age a little bit. So it's just when you younger. And you trying to do shit, mentally you not all the way there. So so many things distract you easily. Mm-hmm. Women, the streets, beef shit, mm-hmm. all that bullshit play a, you know what I mean? Emotions. Because mm-hmm. a lot of moves we made, it be made off emotions. A lot of shit I can say that I did in the streets really came off emotions. How mm-hmm. I felt about being broke or how I felt about nobody willing to really help me out. So it made me move a certain way. Mm-hmm. But they're still moving off emotions, whether it was about paper or not. Because mm-hmm. a steady, you know what I mean? Now when I got a steady head, if I fall in a bad situation, I approach it way differently than I once did. So do you think being a little older and maneuvering in this game is it an advantage in a sense? Like, does, does it feel different than how it used to feel back then when you were trying to navigate it? I feel like I'm in control now because I understand, like, uh, emotion, You you as long as you're a human being, Gonna have emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like when you make a moves, emotion is a female trait. Mm-hmm. When you a man and you making moves, logic is a man trait. So it's all really about what's logical. I might mm-hmm. feel away because I'm a human being. I might feel away about something, but it's like I'm not gonna go left and I'm not gonna move that way because it's not logical. It don't make sense. It could right. probably harm me. It could probably fuck up what I got going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not logical. We mm-hmm. not moving off emotion. You know what I'm saying? It's all about like logical and, and sticking to the blueprint. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like how I feel now. Like before, it was really nothing wrong. I don't feel like it was too much wrong with me back then when I was making music. We just was some young wild niggas doing us. You feel me? Like and people gravitated. You feel me? Right. So I don't be mad at the young niggas like. I know a lot of people get in the interviews be like, these young, dumb niggas rapping this, that, and the third. And that's true. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. But it's reason behind everything. You know what I'm saying? They right. not that way just for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's shit that happened. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I really understand the young niggas. And I get around them. They get around me. I don't feel like, I don't be afraid. Right. I don't be feeling like, damn, we going to have to go through it with these young niggas. Like, mm-hmm. I little bro them because the majority of them just need a big bro. That's all mm-hmm. they really need. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, uh, but but as long as you got time, as long as you give yourself time to grow and learn, you're going to be all right. You feel me? So my main job, when I kick it with the young niggas, be like, stay out of jail, stay alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure I around. see you again type right. shit. Get yourself, as long as they got that time, you put that shit in their head, as long as they got that time, they going to grow. Mm-hmm. They going to grow. They going to start to think outside the box because right. they going to get tired and keep losing. 
that's what happened with me. I got tired of keep losing. Like, I, not money. I was losing my friends and shit like that. Right. Like, people that I love most, relationships and all that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I got tired of losing. I ain't no fucking loser. You feel right. me? So, right. you know. But yeah, I feel like I'm in control now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At least of us and what we got going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your logic, your logic get different, man. When you older, it's like I guess it's like seeing the, the board. And when you're younger, you only see the, the small part of the board. Mm -hmm. You don't see the whole fucking picture. And I feel mm -hmm. like there's a lot of reasons why I like got in and out of shit kind of quick. Like if something ain't pop right off, I'm off. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It, it's always about a quick dollar for for real. Mm -hmm. You never think the long game. But then when you get a little older, you like man. The day is gonna go. Mm -hmm. This shit gonna keep going. Long that time won't pass down, anyway. Yeah, this time will pass anyway. So now you start making moves and understand, like you know, that shit might mature in a year. Mm -hmm. I ain't worried about it. We gonna get it back when it come back. And you you just move a little different. So it's like, it's funny with rap because they expect us. They try to put niggas in a box and they expect everybody to be rappers while they eighteen and twenty five or some mm -hmm. shit like that. But once you thirty, it's like this dream you shouldn't be chasing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, man, I feel like. I would be more in a, 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 a in the right head space to go after rap right now than I was back then because of my logic. Because like everybody say, this shit is ten percent talent, ninety percent business. Yeah, your business acumen way different once you get older. You understand shit from a whole different level. So mm -hmm. I definitely think you know th this go around you. You already know what to do. You you kind of got shit that shit all the way up, bro. Out. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, like on some humble shit though, cause we humble beasts. Like I ain't. Right. But this shit all the way up. I ain't mm. gonna lie, like it gotta work. Ain't no other option but for this to work. So once there. you once you get all the way in the door, right? You in the rap game. You know they embracing you. Is there artists that you like look forward to building a connection with and working with? Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, cause he like, you know, he like one of them. He was one of them like-minded type people. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. those are the type of people I like to be around. I don't like to always be the smartest in the room. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I want to be in the room and just had to be quiet so I can learn. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What niggas that's really gonna drop them jewels that really want to see you win that don't look at you like competition. Right. This the fucking problem. But excuse my language, cause it's probably kids watching this. This the problem. I ain't gonna blame it on, like, it, it ain't, I'm gonna take my career out the situation. But somebody could really be in that position and really know that you are the logical decision to get behind because you're gonna make me millions. But they emotion say, no, that little nigga look better than me. Them bitches love that nigga better than me. He got more swag than me. We ain't gonna fuck with him. We gonna act like we don't even know him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that'd be like, it don't matter to us because we don't view this shit like we need niggas. Right. You feel me? Like, that stop your thing. Yeah, we got a plan and niggas not even a part of the short term or the long term goal. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's a regardless thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that shit be looking bad, bro. But that be what separate us for real, for real. Like, mm -hmm. our kind. You know what I'm saying? And we not the only ones that's our kind. Mm -hmm. That's why we say ghetto babies worldwide. Might be a nigga in Baltimore, D.C., Pittsburgh, California. Mm -hmm. That's really our kind. We just never met. Yep. Might be our kind. You know what I mean? But that's what separate us. You know what I mean? We not like that, bro. It's mm. like, and you like, if you got a candle right here, and you light the other candle, that one going to still be lit. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? So I take to the young niggas. If it's a young nigga, we got a young nigga right now. His name Pug, P-H-Y. You know what I mean? That, that, that's my manager, Sim. He bring him on board. He still got he got his own brand, P-H-Y. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But young boy is undeniably hot. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he make hot-ass music. Right. Me in the position I'm in right now with this last run I'm going Mm -hmm. I ain't say, no, we ain't fucking with young boy. It's like, bro, you believe in him, you bring him around, I heard his music, he hot, bro. There's mm -hmm. nothing nobody can do about him being hot. Put the house behind him, go ahead. Feel mm -hmm. me? That might take off faster than my situation might take off. You know, when we still gonna be good, it's still in-house. You know what I'm saying? Niggas not like that, though. Niggas like, be like getting manipulated so much in their head, like they don't really be confident sometimes. They got a whole bunch of shit going yeah, on. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But it's like, Speak that's always me. what's going to separate us. Like, we not like y'all, bro. You feel yeah. me? Because, like, and I just, and, and my joint would keep us going. Like, I just judge my shit off of my worst days when I had the least money, mm -hmm. when I was going through the most pain and the most struggle, and how I carried that shit and got through it. So mm. I'm not afraid of nothing. I don't, right. I'm, I don't have those type of, I, I fear law, I fear the creator, that's you it. You made it do that, you make it do anything. Exactly, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, but I just feel like, like not for us, I, I could care less if somebody make a phone, call my phone like, Osama, we trying to sign you. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if a nigga even did make the phone call, you not even talking enough paper. Yeah, so I ain't gonna be yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, that's not, like we got that already. Yeah. So I'm not worried about us. But it's young niggas that's really dying out this joint, bro. You feel me? Like getting put down because ain't no paper in they day, right. in they month, in they year. It's no money involved. Mm -hmm. And But niggas keep blaming the young niggas. It's not the young niggas' fault. It's the old niggas mm. be on some hate and shit. Right. Instead of showing that love, giving them that That, that direction. That, yeah. You feel me? Mm -hmm. On some real shit. I signed a record deal right now today with the right motherfuckers. Just for the platform, I don't need the money. Right. If the money, if it's a deal for money and 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 it makes sense, then all right, let's go. But I do it just for the platform because I'm a hustler and I know who I am and I know that majority of motherfuckers that meet me, they fall in love with me when they get to know me. Mm -hmm. All I'm gonna do is introduce myself to the world. It ain't no way we not going platinum, diamond, That's all that. Bad. We do, we cool. That's what they be scared of. And they like afraid said, though they because yeah, a nigga, you could go. All right, you from Philly. You could go to Atlanta, Miami, whatever. Mm -hmm. You the only nigga they know from Philly, so you could go out there and tell them you is whoever you want to be. Thanks. But you put another nigga on from Philly, or mm -hmm. other niggas get on from Philly, and they get in that room, you can't act how you just was acting. <laughs> you afraid to act that way. Because right. you know that's not really you. Right. And that's what that, that's what I feel like niggas really be afraid of. They, yeah. they worry about that too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But to each his own, bro. No, nah, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't knock so, niggas to each zone, so but bro, we us. I really feel like that. that's what be going on. It's like, even with this podcast shit, it be like, man, certain conversations happen. You know, I, I'm, I'm humble with my shit, but I know for a fact that certain people know who, 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 who we are, what we do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the name don't get mentioned. It's a reason, you know what I mean? Or when you when when you out there yeah. and you you showing love and you show love to everybody but niggas from where you from and doing what they do at a good level, that's it's only one reason for that. And they be like, man, that's crazy to me. But but like you said, I can never feel like that shit ain't gonna affect me because I'm gonna do what I do regardless. Regardless, you know what I mean? But it just be like, this is this is why I be like that. This 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 be the problem. Yep. That hate, that that feeling like a nigga might come through and 
outshine you. I'm not even worried about you. Real right. You know what I mean? I don't want nothing from your bag. Mm-hmm. I want my own bag. I don't need nothing from and your I'm bag. And I'm going to earn it, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm work for mine. And I'm going to earn it. Yeah. But you know. And that's 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 what be going on. And that shit is just crazy to me because, like you said, too, even with the young boys, it's like, if you in that position, a lot of people be feeling like when they show that love or if they go ahead and they handpicking niggas and giving niggas that, pulling them up. Like they, you know, doing people too too much of a favor, but whole time, bro, we we really be living in a rough situation. Like Philly really got murders at the murders at the murders. So it's like if you could easily take a young talented talented nigga out of that, you taking him and his family. Remember that too. Mm-hmm. So when you save a nigga life, you not just saving his, you saving his whole family life. Mm-hmm. And niggas that feel like that's too much to me, like that's too much to do, or they shouldn't be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's crazy. I feel like everybody, if you if you in Philly or you from Philly and you make it to a position where you able to pull somebody from this dirt, bro, you 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 should have to. Like you should be obligated to do so. Like everybody say, like, oh, he not obligated nobody. Bro, we should be, bro. I feel like we we convinced ourselves that shit to get to make an excuse as for why niggas choose to be selfish and stingy. So when you make it up there, you could choose to be selfish and stingy because that's he ain't had to do it, I ain't gotta do it. But bro, if you in that position, bro, it's like being a cop and choosing not to save a nigga life. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You in that position. You could make a phone call and change this nigga life. But niggas don't do it. And then the cycle just keep it, it keep repeating itself. But I, I feel like that shit crazy to me. Let me ask you one question. Listen. Why you think, all right, my name Big Osama. I got music all the way back from 2017. I got 10 projects out. Over 2 million views on YouTube, streams, all platforms. Why you think when niggas fuck with certain niggas and they ask niggas like high power niggas, high power niggas, who the hottest in the city, why you think they don't say Osama name, just from your opinion? Your stature. Your stature, how you carry yourself. You you your own island. And I feel like niggas is afraid of that type of inviting that energy into their space, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you got Russell with that monster. And that, exactly. that's what that's what, that's what what it really is. When, when somebody mentioned your name in conversations, you invited into the ring now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is wrestling. Exactly. Let's put it that way, this is wrestling. If you say he a good wrestler, now you gotta wrestle that nigga. Mm-hmm. People gonna ask you to wrestle that nigga at some point. You don't wanna have to deal with that monster. Niggas look at this shit like competition, and they don't see no way to be confident in being able to control me and what I got going on. But the thing about it is, this is where they fuck up at. Cause I, probably, I could have made somebody 10 fucking million by now. But this is where they fuck up at, though. Mm-hmm. They never get themselves a chance to even get to know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just look too solid. Mm-hmm. I just like I just stay in my own lane, mind my own business, don't dick ride, confident, black nigga. Too you thorough. feel me? Too thorough. Too thorough. But it's like... They're afraid that they don't feel like they can control me. That's the niggas that be getting like mentioned and shit be like, some niggas you just can't deny. You feel me? Right. Because they already got that going on. You know what I'm saying? So you got to say that. You know what I'm saying? You got no choice but to mention him because he got so much motion. If you don't mention him, exactly. we know what type time you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But not one artist, not one person from the city mentioned Osama's name, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't feel no way about it. That shit make me feel good. It make me... 
feel like different and separated and shit like that. You're special. Yeah, that's that's, that's how, how I'm I make like yeah. I'm too. They never seen a nigga like me before. They don't know how I take me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's real they don't know how I take me. Yeah. But they never like they never feel like they never feel like confident in saying, "All right, we can fuck with O." Cause we could control him. Cause that's all they really want to do. A nigga want to protect his investment. That's how you gonna look at it. Right. I respect the business part of it. If that's like, you know what I'm saying? How looking at it. If that's how you looking at it on some business shit. Mm-hmm. But I've never been a liability day in my life. I always bring something to the table. You right. know what I'm saying? I know what the fuck I bring. You right. know what I'm saying? I ain't coming asking for nothing. I'm mm-hmm. a earner. I'm going to earn. But mm-hmm. for the longest, like nigga to say, all right, consistency. I take that, bro. I'm wrong for that. In the music world, I'm wrong for not staying consistent mm-hmm. and just being straight about music. Because there's other niggas that go through shit in life and they still make music. You feel me? Right. And that's something I had to learn, though, as an artist. You feel me? Because like, I'm a real person first. I'm a dad. You mm-hmm. feel me? Shit like that. Like I'm a real person first. Mm-hmm. To the point where sometimes I forget I make music. Till I meet a nigga at the gas station or a nigga see me at the restaurant. Yeah. Then I'm back in, in my head. I'm a rapper. Fuck. <laughs> you feel me? But like... This shit be crazy, but it's like, we gonna change the world though, bro. When we mm-hmm. get in the door, we gonna change the world. We not gonna do no shit like, all right, we gonna make all the young, wild, crazy niggas just make them rich so they can buy a billion guns and make the crime rate go up. Like, we not on that. Right. You feel me? But we gonna change the world. We gonna act like we see them niggas. Right. We gonna act like we know what it feel like. Right. That's, right. that's just us. Yeah. But we different though. It's the ghetto babies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part too. You just said it. You hit that, hit the the nub on the head. Act like you know what that feel like, bro. That be the part that tear me up. You niggas come from like we all. You can't go nowhere without the trenches, bro. We go through the same shit. You came through the same ranks we came in, like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you in this position now, bro. But you know what it's like to have that talent be putting on, and another motherfucker who can easily. Make your little just a little bit lighter, cause that's probably what it would do. You don't need it. We don't need no mm-hmm. handouts. It's appreciated, of course. All of is always appreciated. But when you up there and you looking like you don't see the shit, and we know you see the shit, make you look like a hater. I ain't gonna that's lie. How I look at it. That shit be looking like hate for real. I'll be that's trying to ignore the negativity and yeah. all that shit. I'll be too focused. But I always hear the whispers and somebody always saying to me, "Why this, that, and the third? Right. And for, coming from their perception. They be, like, like, insinuating that motherfuckers look like haters, you feel mm-hmm. me? And I just be like, you know, I just be smiling. I'm a black nigga, like, with, like, white teeth. I just be smiling, bro. <laughs> like, that shit don't... I just be smiling, bro, like... Right. But I know I know what's in store for us, though. Like, we, we solid, we genuine, and we serious about our work, though. And, and we're moving forward. What makes it special, bro, when, when you get it from the mud like this, it come different. Mm-hmm. It's different. Once you get it, it's different. You know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. make it, no handouts, no... No cheat codes, mm-hmm. no gimmicks, no bullshit, no cut. A one. I need ego. everything. Yeah, it's different. I need everything. It's I just different. walk from fucking Bruin, mm-hmm. fucking City Hall, the Bruin Shelterhand. <laughs> I need everything I came for, bro. Yeah. I walk, bro. Not ain't nobody me. pick me up. Yeah. I ain't get on no bus. I yeah. asked for a ride. I walk, nigga. I need mine. Mm-hmm. I don't taking no shorts. That's why a nigga can't come at me right now and call me and like, oh, I got 50, I got a bean. What the platform look like, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. The platform ain't that what the bag look like for me to get that platform. Because I know the world meet me, they going to fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. That's it, bro. I love that, man. I love that. That's that energy right there. 
So, when can we look forward to, you know, ghetto babies with the score? GB4. I'm trying to figure out a date. So, this is the thing. It's four quarters with this music shit. One, mm -hmm. two, three, four. We in the fourth quarter right now. Right. So, right now, I'm debating the rest of the fourth quarter. Give them visuals that's going to be on the tape or give them the tape. Then give them visuals when the first quarter come around, January, February. That's right now. That's in the, like, we voting on that right now. You know what I'm saying? We having group discussions about that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, definitely soon, like, ASAP. Like, we know what we got to do. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? We back outside. We back in the mix. So it's visuals and it's tapes. That's right. it. That's all we doing. Right. And one thing that I recognize about my music, a lot of my hottest songs, because I got a lot of songs, Right. So a lot of my hot, I got over 100, 200 songs. Mm. A lot of my hottest songs, I don't have a visual to. You know what right. I'm saying? But like I told you now, we got every piece to the puzzle. We got videographers and all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We doing this shit different. And we acknowledging like where niggas really tapping into YouTube. They want to see this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So we, gonna give, we definitely going to give them a lot more visuals like on this run. Let's you know what go, I'm baby. Let's go. Yeah, no bullshit. I'm looking forward to it, God. For real, for real. I love to see niggas like yourself. Come from where we come from, dog, and, 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 and turn it all the way up. You know, I, I see I see where you head at. Yeah. I know how you think, I know how you move, so I can already, you know what I mean? I know I know what it's gonna be like, so let's do it, baby. Turn all the way up on them. No bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let everybody know where to follow you at, how to keep up with you, know what's going on. Instagram at one Osama been stacking. All streaming platforms, big Osama, or you could just type Osama. Tune in. I get tuned the fuck out. It's the ghetto babies. Seriously, it's your boy Smooth. Big Osama cooking up 205. Best podcast in Philly.